Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah most gracious most merciful Coronavirus an Islamic perspective posted by Adil Salim in Current Affairs latest latest Islamic opinion propagation UK Closing mosques Islamic Justifications for Coronavirus Lockdowns by Sheikh Sajid Umar Allah has blessed us with a religion that is complete and perfect for all times and places. Allah tells us in the Quran, Al-Yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-Islam deena. This day, this day I have perfected for you your religion and completed my favor upon you and have approved for you Islam as your religion. We also have in the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, may peace and blessing be upon him, the best of examples as Allah says in the Quran. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا Surely there was a good example for you in the Messenger of Allah. Whatever problem or issue a Muslim is facing, he returns back to Allah and his Messenger for guidance. There is nothing that happens in the life of a Muslim except that his religion has a solution to it. We recently have heard about the coronavirus which is spreading to a number of countries affecting the lives of many people, causing death to others. There are a number of thoughts that should cross the mind of a Muslim when they hear something like this. Below are some points that a person must remember and internalize when they see or hear of such incidents. Trials and Tribulations Trials and tribulations are part of life. This is something that Allah informs us of and warns us so that when we are afflicted, we remember that it is ultimately Allah who controls of our affairs. It is He who will provide help and His knowledge of our affairs surpasses our restricted intellect. As He says in the Quran, أَمْ حَسِبْتُمْ أَنْ تَدْخُلُوا الْجَنَّةَ وَلَمَّا يَأْتِكُمْ مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ خَلَوْا مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ مَسَّتْهُمُ الْبَأْسَاءُ وَالضَّرَّاءُ مَسَّتْهُمُ الْبَأْسَاءُ وَالضَّرَّاءُ وَزُلْزِلُوا حَتَّى يَقُولَ الرَّسُولُ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ مَتَى نَصْرُ اللَّهِ أَلَا إِنَّ نَصْرَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبًا Do you think, do you think, you, do you think that you will enter paradise without such trials as came to those who passed away before you? They were afflicted with severe poverty and ailments and were so shaking that even the messenger and those who believed along with him said, When will the help of Allah come? Yes, certainly the help of Allah is near. Allah sends us tests to see how we will react and handle them. How are we going to respond? When you hear the news that your Umrah trip is cancelled because of this virus, how will you respond? When you hear your flights have been cancelled, your loved ones have fallen ill, how will you respond? 
Allah says in the Quran, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرَ الصَّابِرِينَ And we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and the loss of wealth and lives and fruits, but give good tidings to the patient. So how do we respond to a calamity? Allah tells us immediately after the previous ayah, <coughs> Allah tells us immediately after the previous ayah, verse, الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ Who, who when disaster strikes them? And we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and the loss of wealth and lives and fruits, but give good tidings to the patient. Let's listen to this. Who, when disaster strikes them, Say, indeed, we belong to Allah, and indeed to Him will, we will return. A Muslim is patient in trials. He knows Allah will never forsake him, nor will Allah burden him with a trial that is more than what he can handle. This is not something new. Illnesses and viruses such as the coronavirus are not something new, nor is the fact that people are afflicted with illnesses. The companions once asked the Prophet, Peace be upon him. Ya Rasulullah, ayu nasi ashaddu bala'an? Qala al-anbiya'u thumma al-amthalu fal-amthal. O Messenger of Allah, who from amongst the people were tested the most? The Prophet, may peace and blessing be upon him, responded and said, The Prophets, then the next best, and then the next best. We see the great Prophet of Allah, Ayyub, Job, السلام, peace be upon him, he was tested with a great illness. His story is synonymous with patience. He lost everything, his family, wealth and health. Some narrations say he was bedridden for 18 years, tested with a great illness. Yet, we find he did not give up hope in Allah and turn to him in this great trial. Some scholars have said that his illness was so severe was so severe that his flesh dropped from his body and nothing remained on him except his bones and muscles. Allah tells us <coughs> Allah exalted be he tells us his story in the Quran Wa And Ayyub Job when he called to his Lord saying Harm has inflicted me and you are the most merciful. فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ فَكَشَفْنَا مَا بِهِ مَنْضُرْ وَآتَيْنَاهُ أَهْلَهُ وَمِثْلَهُمْ مَعَهُمْ رَحْمَةً مِنَّا رَحْمَةً مِنْ عِنْدِنَا وَذِكْرَى لِلْعَابِدِينَ So we answered him, so we answered him and removed his affliction, and we gave him his family and the like of them with them, as a mercy from us and a reminder to worshippers. The story of Prophet Ayyub peace be upon him, is one filled with lessons for us to ponder over. The virtue of patience is shown to us in the Prophet Ayyub, peace be upon him, through some of the most dire situations that one can come that one can come across in life. <coughs> Qadr. Qadr, the concept of predestination in Arabic Qadr is extremely important for a Muslim to understand. 
When incidents such as the coronavirus occur, a Muslim should know that this is what Allah has decreed 50,000 years before the creation of the universe. The Prophet, peace be upon him, explained, Allah had written the ordained measures and due proportions of the creation 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth. All good and bad is from Allah, as is mentioned in the hadith of Jabir. No slave of Allah will truly believe until he believes in Al-Qadr, predestination. It's good and bad from Allah. And until he knows that what has been and until he knows that what has befallen him was not going to miss him and that what missed him was not going to befall him. Allah will never harm us, nor does he want evil to fall us. Allah will never harm us, harm us, nor does he want evil to befall us. We may think something is bad for us due to our restricted view of life, but there is always good in a situation. Allah tells us that perhaps you hate a thing, but it is in fact good for you. And perhaps you love a thing when in reality it is bad for you. Yet Allah knows while you know not. A believer has two positions when it comes to predestination. One is before the situation occurs and one is after. Before the situation, he seeks help from Allah, makes a dua, supplication to him and relies upon him. He asks Allah for good to come from it. After the situation, if the result was positive and, and good, the person thanks Allah. If the event had a negative outcome, the person is patient because he knows that Allah will never forsake him, even if it seems the result is negative, because indeed Allah is the best of planners. Taking necessary precautions. <coughs> Taking necessary precautions. A Muslim should not overreact. At the same time, he should not be oblivious about a situation and do nothing. Taking the necessary means and then relying upon Allah is something which is emphasized in Islam. One day, Prophet Muhammad, may the blessing and peace be upon him, noticed a Bedouin leaving his camel without tying it. He asked the Bedouin, Why don't you tie down your camel? The Bedouin answered, I put my trust in Allah. The Prophet then said, Tie your camel first, then put your trust in Allah. We also find in the incident of Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, عنه, taking necessary precautions is a must when you know of a harm or potential danger that could afflict you. Umar bin Khattab was traveling with a group of companions during his reign. They approached a town in which it was said had a contagious, infectious disease. Umar asked his group whether they should proceed or return to Medina. The majority of the companions said they should go back, but some said they should proceed. Then one companion said he knew a hadith where the Prophet, may peace and blessing be upon him, said, if you hear that this disease exists in a country, if you hear that this disease exists in a country, do not travel to that country. So Umar decided that they should go back. Another companion asked him whether he was running away from Qadr, <coughs> whether he was running away from Qadr predestination. Umar replied that they were moving away from one Qadr to another Qadr. Whenever there is a problem, a challenge, or any hardship which we can remove, overcome, solve, or minimize, we must do so. Many of the health guidelines given by the NHS
are in fact normal practices for Muslims, some of which are as follows. One, washing hands. This is part of ablution, a Muslim's daily ritual of purity. Two, general cleanliness. The Prophet, may peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, وسلم, said, At-Tahuru Shatr al-Iman. Cleanliness is part of faith. Keeping our surroundings tidy, cleaning up, uh, cleaning up after ourselves, keeping our surroundings tidy, cleaning up after ourselves, and wiping surfaces down are all aspects of cleanliness, cleanliness which must be adhered to in these situations. Three, covering your mouth when sneezing. The Prophet would cover his mouth when he sneezed. This basic etiquette can take big part in the stopping of the spread of viruses. <coughs> This basic etiquette can take big part in the stopping of the spread of viruses. Whenever the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sneezed, he would cover his mouth with his hand or a piece of cloth. 4. Quarantine in times of viruses which can spread. The Prophet gave instructions on what to do if there is an outbreak. Abdurrahman bin Auf, may Allah be pleased with him, said, I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, if you hear that that it the plague is in a land do not go there and if it breaks out in a land where you are do not leave fleeing from it the prophet peace be upon him also taught us how to protect ourselves by maintaining our uh, adhkar remember uh, supplications from the sunnah one such supplication or dua that he taught us was bismillah alladhi la yadurru ma'asmihi shay'un fil ardi wa la fi samai wa huwa sami'ul alim in the name of Allah, with whose name nothing can harm on earth or in heaven. And he is the all-hearing, all-knowing. Being positive and having an optimistic outlook. Being positive and having an optimistic outlook. Always have a positive outlook regardless of the situation you are in. This is what our Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, taught us when he told us amazing is the affair. When he told us amazing is the affair of the believer. Verily, all of his affairs are good, and this is not for no one except for except for the believer. If something of good happiness befalls him, he is grateful, and that is good for him. If something of harm befalls him, he is patient, and that is good for him. He also said, There are no omens, but the best of it is optimism. There are no omens. But the best of it is optimism. When we look through the seerah, the biography of Prophet Muhammad, we find many examples of the Prophet, peace be upon him, being optimistic uh, in many events, through he, uh, th though he was in a dire situation. Being optimistic, even though he was in, dire, in a dire situation. When we look again, when we look through the seerah or the biography of Prophet Muhammad, we find many examples of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, being optimistic, even though he was in a dire situation. The Muslims in the Battle of Ahzab, the Confederates, the Battle of Confederates, were surrounded by the enemy from every direction. They were in a state of loss. The Prophet, peace be upon him, commanded them to build a trench around the city of Medina to protect themselves. As they were digging the trench, they came across a huge rock and struggled to break it. The Prophet took the 
a sledgehammer from Salman al-Farsi. He struck the rock saying, Bismillah, in the name of Allah. One third of the rock broke. He said, Allahu Akbar, Allah is greater. I was given the keys of Damascus. He struck it again and more uh, broke and, and more broke it. And he said, I was given the keys of Persia. And he did so the third time until he had broken it and said, I was given the keys of Yemen. At a time when morale was so low, the Prophet, peace be upon him, remained optimistic. The companions were, were, were astounded. The companions were astounded, thinking that they, under the siege, with no way out yet, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was talking about conquering Damascus, Persia, and Yemen. How true was the Prophet, peace be upon him, when eventually these lands were conquered Optimism in the face of adversity and optimism in the face of pessimism. We should also not blame others or ridicule them because they are from a certain country or they have come from a part of the world that has been afflicted by the virus. Unfortunately, we have seen physical attacks on people, racist remarks made and people making a joke and mocking the situation people are in. We have to be careful about doing this. Conclusion, the coronavirus is a reminder to all of us of our weak state, regardless of our social standing and our financial position and our, <coughs> our country, we are helpless. Allah says, وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا Mankind was created weak. Situation like this reminds us to turn back to Allah. Allah controls everything. And he is the one that can relieve us from our difficulties. We must, we must return to Allah, exalted be he. We must return to Allah, exalted be he, and seek refuge in him and ask his protection. Alhamdulillah, praise be to Allah.